Hey guys, what's going on? Welcome to the show. This is Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm your host, Jeff Trunapol. And as always, I'm bringing you sports from a west side point of view right here in the great city of Cincinnati, Ohio, home of the American Athletic Champions, University of Cincinnati Bearcats. Now this show and every show is brought to you by T-Properties. T-Properties, quality housing for quality people. Check out their website at www.tpropertiesllc.com for all your rental property management needs and your rental needs. YouTube, you guys are doing awesome. Make sure you found the show. Hit that thumbs up. Smash that like and subscribe button. I jumped. I got 10 subscribers from yesterday's show to today's show. I'm up to 774 subscribers. That is awesome. So as always, make sure you go to the channel. Hit See the word subscribe. It's red. Make sure it changes color. Hit the bell for the notifications. And every time I go live, like I did after the amazing Bengals win last night, you guys will be notified. Other than that, I'm usually on at 5.30, but sometimes something happens and I go live. Like last night, the Bengals had an unbelievable dramatic win against the Squealers. The Bengals were 14.5-point underdogs. 14.5-point underdogs. They won 27-14. Unbelievable. According to Elias, or excuse me, according to ESPN's Jameson Hemsley, whoever that is, it was the second biggest Monday night football upset in Monday night football history. According to Elias Sports, the Bengals were the third team with 10 plus losses to take down a team with 10 plus wins. I mean, this is a huge upset. I cannot believe. The Bengals pulled this off. I mean, I didn't even – like I said, if you watched the show after or after the game last night, I wasn't even watching the game. I didn't think we were going to win. I thought we were going to get stomped. I had to be at work at 1 o'clock in the morning. I started watching a little bit of it, fell asleep. My son gets home from work and says, Dad, wakes me up, Dad, Dad, what? Why aren't you watching the game? I said, because I'm sleeping. I got to go to work. He goes, the Bengals are winning. I'm like, get out of here. He's like, no, I'm serious. The Bengals are winning. So – I was like, all right. So he jumped on the show or jumped, turned the TV on, finished watching it. And then my son talked me into, along with Jeremy D, to go live after the game, which I'm glad I did. We got 140 something views on, on the channel for last night's game. So that was awesome. Now, got a couple things. I've said this before about Zach Taylor, and I'm not trying to be a Zach Taylor apologist. Five wins now in two years. It doesn't cut it. Probably should be fired. I think he just saved his job last night. But Zach Taylor, coached his ass off last night to do the RPOs and the run play options that for some reason the Steelers were not expecting was great. I mean, the Bengals played a perfect game. Josh Bynes, I got so irritated with him so many times this year. He'd jump in the backfield and miss the tackle. He did it last night a, a lot of times. But getting back to Zach, it's one of his best coaching jobs ever. We got pressure on the quarterback. We played defense. We scored enough. We, I mean, that was the most points we scored in like three games. I mean, it was just an unbelievable performance by Zach Taylor and the Bengals. And I, I'm just excited. I, like I said, I think Zach Taylor saved his job. Now, Mike Brown has done this in the past where the Bengals did in the 90s would always win the last two games or whatever the year and save the coach's job. And that never worked. Now, the last time it, it worked, if you guys don't remember, Carson Palmer – wasn't coming back. He said he's going to retire or unless they traded him. And Mike Brown and 
Marvin Lewis had this god awful press conference where it was just uncomfortable. Neither one wanted to be there. You know, Marvin was coming back. Nobody, everybody thought Marvin should go. Carson was leaving. They had Terrell Owens that year. So Marvin stayed. They drafted Andy Dalton. They drafted AJ Green and went on a five five year playoff run. No, we didn't win any playoff games, but it worked last time. Now or that time. Now the time. The last time is 2017 when we had a terrible year. Marvin probably should have been fired then. We won like the last two games, oh, two two out of three games out of the year. Saved Marvin's job, and 19 2019 was a terrible year. I'm hoping for what happened when we went on the five year playoff run. There's a lot of talent on this team, as Jeremy D has said. The Bengals can win. The offensive line played pretty good last night, and I really do think we have our guards set. I mean, I, I don't think it's a bad idea to always add, but Suell, <clears throat> Terfili, and, and Suell, or not Suell, um, Spain have played awesome. And if you watch last night, Where'd they run the ball? And and I always say Gio's not very good at doing this, but he did it last night. They ran the ball be- behind Hopkins, Spain, and Sewell right up the middle. And they got yardage. Now, if the Bengals are able to get Sewell and say, hopefully, I still think they need to sign or draft another guard just to create competition or something like that. But just say, worst case, they don't. And you have Sewell at left tackle, Jordan Williams at right, Hopkins, Spain, and Serafilia in the middle. That's not a bad combination. So, anyway, we got a lot to discuss today. I'm going to bring in my boy, Jeremy D. Hang on a second. Let me unmute you. What's up there, Jeremy? What is up, brother? So, I got a question for you. What's Show up? of hands. Show of hands, even in the chat. Who had the Bengals and the Jets on the money line <laughs> this past weekend? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just curious, because if you did, you made a lot of money. <laughs> Yeah, no joke. That you know, I watched the whole game because as we had mentioned in the show before the game, this is the type of game since the Cincinnati Bengals would actually come together. All that talent we could see, and I know I brought this up in the past, but you could tell we were we had more talent than a lot of these other teams have. And to see that all put together on defense was something Beautiful. Beautiful. To know, yes, to know that we have free agents that we got last year that are still on the bench, Reader, Trey Waynes, and these guys played like they did last night. I mean, it's about time we finally click. Now, the Zach Taylor thing, I'll just let the Bengals figure that out. But I was I'm not, very, I'm not saying he should keep his job. I'm just going by past history and what Mike Brown has done. That, yeah, that's yeah, that's where I was really kind of getting at. And so it doesn't matter, you know, whatever. Um, but I can tell you one good game against one good team. Awesome, awesome win. Oh yeah. I, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I lost my voice last night, man. I was I was <laughs> choked. Um, oh, I was going nuts. Me, me and my son hugged last night. <laughs> you, give me a hug. Oh, come, come here, my boy. Come here, come here. Come here. <laughs> no, it was awesome, man. And it was good to see because the talent's there. It's been there. Yeah. It's not been connected. I mean, the funny thing, funny thing is you, if you're on Twitter or anything like that, you <laughs> and you follow all the Bengals players that are on IR, all of them 
were blowing up Twitter last night. All of them. <laughs> so, I mean, and that that's a good thing because I mean, they should be cheering their team on and everything. But to me, I look at it as I still think they're all in this together. I still think for the majority of the team that they are behind Zach Taylor. I really do. I mean, call me. I, I don't know. I just think it's different. I, I, I can't explain what it is, but it's just a feeling I have. You know that that they are are in this with him. You know, I just I don't know. Maybe well, I, maybe I'm looking at this stuff. I, I don't know. I can tell you right now, with you know Ryan Stick Figure Finley, you know he Zach Taylor, like you were saying, had one of his best coaching days in two years. Oh, um, yeah. last night it might be his best coaching ever, <laughs> ever. Yeah. And the RPO worked great. Giovanni was getting in holes rather than getting an arm at him. Yes. And and rather than a a defensive lineman being able to just swing an arm at him, which normally will knock Gio down, he was able to actually find those creases and hit that gap and go. And our running game behind Hopkins, Spain, and Diafilo – uh, yeah, all right, let's jump into this. We got a couple guys that want to jump on the uh video chats here, so let's bring them. I'll bring you guys in one at a time. First one in was Keith. Uh, Keith, what's up, buddy? What's going on, Keith? Hey, how you guys doing? Good, how you doing? On the uh video chats here, so let's bring them. I'll bring you guys in one at a time. First one in was Keith. Yeah, you gotta turn the volume down. We're getting what? Chats here, so let's bring them. Uh, okay. Guys in one at a time. First one down was Keith. Uh, yeah. You gotta uh, turn the volume down. We're gonna what? Uh, you need to turn your volume down. You're getting feedback. Uh, yeah. Guys in one at a time. First one down was Keith. Uh, you gotta turn your volume down. We're gonna. Uh, what? How's that? <laughs> much better. There you go. There you go, brother. <laughs> better. Yep. Much better. Good. Good deal. Okay. All I want to say, I don't want to rain on the parade. Okay. Yeah, I, I was glad for the win last night, right. but I've said this all year long. You know this. Pittsburgh is the worst eleven and zero team I've ever seen in my life. Oh yeah, by all right, I watched them three weeks in a row get games handed to them. Dallas, mm-hmm. and I don't know about you guys, something that drives me nuts. I'm sick of the announcers making excuses yes. for them. Yeah, I didn't hear anybody whining when they got when Baltimore got the game taken from them when they had twenty three guys out with COVID and they're playing Robert Griffin. We got a third string quarterback playing last night. Nobody's crying tears for us. NFL grown man's game, not up. Yeah, it 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 was annoying last night because because they changed the Monday night booth so much I can't remember the guy's name. But the last play that Phillips made, you know, or he deflected the pass, they're like they're like, oh, this is pass interference. Like, are you kidding me? Like, yeah. what about the, the 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 one in the end zone where they gave Pittsburgh a touchdown, which they called pass interference, and it wasn't. That was ridiculous. Like, oh, this is pass interference. Like, are you kidding me? Like, what about the the, the, the you one turn, in the end You got to turn your volume down, man. They called pass interference. We're getting feedback, brother. Okay. Well, hopefully he'll figure out what we said, and then he can come back. Keith, yeah, we're, we're getting—you you got to get earbuds in or something. Yeah. yeah, we're getting our voices back. 
in there. Oh, natural. I was just about to go to you. <laughs> and natural left. <laughs> oh, natural jumped off. Yeah, I was just about to go to natural when he, he jumped off. <laughs> so, anyway, you guys got to be patient. I'll get to you. <laughs> Let's try he, did, he did have a good point, though, Keith did, you know. Um, yeah. You know, they are a horrible – well, not horrible, but they are the worst 11-2 and – well, 11-3 now, I'm thinking, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. Team probably out there. But at the end of the day, they still are 11-3. and three, But like I said, I'm not forgetting last year no. and all of this year no. over like one I said, game. I, I'm not saying that Zach should keep his job. I'm just saying – Mike Brown probably will after this, is all I'm saying. Good chance. Natty, what's up? We got one of our P1 viewers. What's up, man? What's up, Natty? How's it going, guys? Good. How you doing? Good, good, good. I'm a good win, but uh, I don't know if you put much eggs in the basket for this if I'm a Bengals fan. Again, I'm not saying Bengals fans. I'm saying Mike Brown will. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know Mike Brown will, but yeah. as us fans, we got to be very skeptical of this win because if this was a – if this Cincinnati team came to play 10 weeks ago, we'd actually be playing for something, not yep. uh, yeah, playing well, for pride. No, yep. I agree with you. And that, that that's what drives me nuts. It's like, well, where was this? Because they actually finished the game. And that's – me and Jeremy said this a lot when we had – at the beginning of the year before, before uh, Joe got hurt. We How many games did we have where we were in them, we just couldn't finish them? Last right. night, somehow they figured out how to finish them. Why that is last night and why it didn't happen all the, all these other games, I don't know. But you can see the talent. Like Jeremy said last night, you see the talent on this team. You see we're not as far. We're not what our record is. I mean, we are what your record is, but talent-wise, we're better than that. And for some reason, we just have not been able to get over that hump to finish the games. Last night, they did. So, I mean, just as going through Bengals history and what Mike Brown has done. And most of the time he doesn't fire coaches after two years. And now they beat our biggest rival on national TV for everybody to see. I mean, everybody, I don't know if you guys listen to national media that much, but everybody's talking about the Bengals from last night. You know, I was a big upset. They played great. Yada, yada, yada. Mike Brown's hearing all that stuff. So I think Zach Taylor saved his job last night. I, I really do if he should be come back next year or not, but that's just what I think, you know, he's going to do. Well, personally, you know, I, I, like I said, I'll let the Bengals figure that out. I'm kind of with Natty on this one, you know, um, I loved to see that defense play the way it should be, even without DJ reader and Trey Wayne's two mega free agents. Um, at the same time, you could also tell the first half, we came out on fire. The defense was blitzing. We were getting after Ben. He was uncomfortable. He couldn't. He couldn't do anything. Uh, yeah, you know, we he, actually got pressure on him. And I've said that a ton this year. Right, you get pressure on any quarterback. That changes the game. That changes your, your secondary. Changes everything. Sorry, didn't yep. mean to cut you off. Go ahead, Jeremy. No, you're good. You're good. And it, but it, I just kind of, it, it, it just got to me a little bit in the second half. Because I saw a different deep, I saw a conservative, I saw it kind of going back to, well, I put it on out there last night, kind of like Marvin Lewis ball. You know, you're up at halftime and you just kind of get conservative. Next thing you know, boom, they go right down the field and score on you. Boom, they come back. And luckily, um, our defense made some 
some great plays individually, but as a unit as well, the whole game. But individually, Willie J made some great plays. Phillips made some great plays. Bell. I mean, yes, Bell, the hit up. of the year was Von Ooh. Bell. Boom, ruled him. Do, go dance on the logo now, Juju. <laughs> right. Don't ever dance in the jungle, son. And but I, yeah, I'm with Natty on the, on that though. You know, I'm not, I'm not completely convinced of anything right now. But what I am convinced of is what I've been saying all year. You can see the talent is on the field for Cincinnati, and there's more to come next year, folks. So. Go ahead, Natural. What do you got, man? I was going to say, uh, you, and I, I know Bengals fans are going to like when I say, but do you think Zach Taylor is still growing into the role of head coach? Growing into it? Is that yeah, what you like, said? Like growing yeah. into it, yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, the thing is, he's, he's a young, he is a young coach. So he's almost – he's never done it before, you know, until he got here. So – yeah, he's growing into it. I, I do think he's getting better. I mean, I, I know I always sound like I'm defending him, but I am, I guess. But he, he is he. I still, like I said, I'll put my hand up. Five wins now in two years is not good enough, and you know most teams would fire him. I don't think the Bengals are going to, but I do think Zach is growing into the job and learning and figuring it out. You know, I mean, Marvin Lewis went. Now, see, I always bring it back to when Marvin took over. If you look at the team that Marvin took over and the team that Zach took over, Marvin had a lot of stuff already set here. He had the offensive line. He had Chad Johnson. He had TJ Husmanzada. He had uh, Corey Dillon, and he had Rudy Johnson behind him. All that was already here before they before he took over. And then he came in with the number one pick overall, and they drafted Carson Palmer. John Kittenham was already here. There's a lot of stuff set when Marvin took over. When Zach took over, our defense was god awful. I mean, the year Marvin's second to last year, percentage wise, it was the worst defense in NFL history. I mean, all of our players were were, were going down. They're getting older. I mean, AJ hasn't been AJ in a long time. Carlos Dunlap, despite what he's doing in Seattle, wasn't doing that here even before Zach got here. He hadn't been like he is now. The way he's playing right now is the way he played when we had a five year playoff run. He didn't do that the last. Cup best four years with the Bengals. Geno Atkins hasn't been the same as he was. So there's a lot of stuff there was for Zach to fix. Again, I, uh, defending him, but these are the facts of what, how, comparing the two teams that from when Marvin took over from Zach took over. So it, it's a little easier. And, and also, Marvin is an, was an older guy, been a defensive coordinator for a long time. Zach, you know, he's quarterback coach, he's a younger guy. So it's so yes to answer long story long answer yes I do think that Zach is growing into the head coaching role. If that answers your question, natural. Sorry. <laughs> I mean uh, that's it. That's it for me, guys. You know, that's all I have to say right now. Awesome. Well, you know one thing you can be proud of is the talent is finally showing in Cincinnati, and no matter who's our coach next year, we're going to have a good to great defense in my eyes after draft, after free agency. Uh And we're going to protect this house and the house being Joe freaking Burrow. Yeah. By the way, sorry, I'm eating my gold star. Um, That's my dinner. And it's, uh, I'm a skyline guy, but it's BOGO 
Well, I won't get one since the Bengals won, so excuse me while I eat my dinner. But <laughs> Robert, what's Scott. going on, brother? What's up, well, Robert? First off, first off, Skyline sucks. So you went the right route oh. with Goldstone. Uh-huh. Oh, Skyline. <laughs> no, Skyline has too much cinnamon in their chili. Oh, they're delicious. <laughs> what do you think about that game last night, Robert? Oh, that game. I'm going to go ahead and admit, you know, on the Saturday show when we was doing the Ohio State pregame for the Bearcats, I was the first one to say, we're screwed with Ryan Finley being in there. Yeah. I'll take my, I'll take my foot out of my mouth and say he did a good <laughs> job last night. Dude. All three of us thought it. I, I dude, yeah. that's why I yeah. really even, I didn't even want to talk about him yesterday. I'm like, we're going yeah. to get destroyed on national TV. Ryan Finley has done nothing in the four or five starts he's had. But the thing, like I said, I'll give it to to Zach to change it up, do it the run play option, and you got to give it to Finley. He did make throws when he had to. I mean, they didn't rely on him to do it, but he made a couple good throws. He did it good enough. To, to win the game. And the funny thing is somebody said it on the show last night that, hey, you know, he he, he played as good as um, – ran the ball as good as um, – oh, my goodness. I always – I can't think of guys. The quarterback for the, the – Lamar Raiders. Jackson. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. I'm like, okay, all right. Calm down a little bit. <laughs> it wasn't that good. Hey, he was running in slow motion. And somebody said, like, the running touchdown he had the end zone, they ran the exact same play twice. I mean, it's yep. a different variation of it. But it's the same freaking play. <laughs> And the Steelers are running this way towards the, the running back, and Finn is going, bye, <laughs> right yeah. by him in slow motion. It's like, wait, they're running him again? Like, they were completely shocked. So it's like. <laughs> yeah, and I can, I can clearly say that next year I will not be happy if Ryan Finley is backing up whoever may be starting. If it's Burrow or if we sign a guy to Burrow can come back or whatever. He's still – I mean, the guy still no. barely threw over 100 yards. No, I mean, no, you're not going to win many games doing that kind of – No, 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 no. no, no don't, don't, yeah, don't get it twisted. It, this is a euphoric game. I think everything went right for the Bengals for once, you know, for this to work out. Goes. Yeah. Wow, where – I had to mute you there for a minute, Robert, because wherever you're at, it was really loud. It sounded like an airplane. Blew me away. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, uh, but uh, yeah, I, I think uh, I think they still need to get a backup quarterback. Joe Burrow will be back by the beginning of the year. I'm gonna stick to that. We'll see. But what what else you got, Robert? You know that last that last night that game that game pass inter pass interference call for the the squealers down at the end zone. I oh. started yelling and. Oh, it's crap. I, get I, up I out she's like, she gets yeah, out of bed. She's like, really? Really? I got to work in the morning. I said, I got to be at work before you do in the morning. <laughs> I went to work with four hours of sleep. So top that. <laughs> I went I, I went with the amount. amount. I didn't see that you went live last night or I would have come on with us night last night. For some for some reason, it didn't pop up till this afternoon. I ended up watching it this afternoon. Well, at least you got I, on that, man. I was so stoked last night. Go to bed. Go to bed. I literally, <laughs> when I first turned the game on, I was like, "Man, I'm going to bed at halftime." <laughs> right, you know, right, you know? right. I'm like, "Cool, I get no sleep for working." You know, standing on a roof today with uh, with uh, forty wasn't too wasn't too great. 
straight to be doing to be doing. But I made it through it. Now I gotta work on gotta work side job. So there you go. <laughs> yeah. All right, Robert. Well, yeah. anything yeah. else? Last night, last night again. I'm with. I like Zach, but I don't know if he's the right coach for us. I really jumped, really jumped ship with Jeremy. But, but I, after last night, I think Mike Brown, like you said, will give him another year. I mean, I wasn't completely convinced that he was going to fire him anyway before no. last night. So, hey, And don't get me wrong, Robert. Um, I um, Don't get me wrong. I'm kind of where Jeff talks about Mike Brown. I'm just kind of giving my own opinion on, because Mike Brown, most likely after this win, like you said, and as Jeff said, he sees a, a win against the Steelers and, oh my God, this is her. So I can definitely see that coming back. All right. I am saying though, is if he doesn't come back, it's not going to hurt my feelings. And that's why I say, you know what? Go ahead. KD Blackburn. Go ahead, Mike Brown. Y'all sit around and do your thing and figure out what you want to do, and I'll be happy with it because there's talent on this team. We can win. Oh, yeah. Definitely. And, and one more thing before I go, if I can remember what I was going to say now. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all, uh, yeah. You know, all I've heard all year on the show, we need to beat the AFC North. We need to beat teams in the AFC North. From the people in the chat on top of us saying it, Right. And we win. I was watching the show. And we win. And we win against the Steelers, Squealers. And all we hear is, "Oh, don't get your hopes." Still, the Bengals, Bengals. Right. I'm like, I'm like, you all year long. You're like, we have to beat somebody, somebody in the AFC North. Right. We have to do it. We do it, and we're still getting down for it. Yep. Right. That's that's Bengals fans, man. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we we beat a winner, man. We beat a winner last night, and we no, kept no, on. No matter if they're a weak, undefeated team or not, we beat them. That's right. And we won in prime time. Exactly. Right. exactly. And we kept them from winning the division against the Cincinnati Bengals last night on exactly. prime time. Exactly. exactly. All right, Robert. But who day? We appreciate you, brother. Who day? Take it easy. You know brother. I'm there. All right, there, this I gotta bring this up in the chat. This is uh, I, I like him to explain this. Suell Eric Griffin says Suell is going second. I have no idea why you think he's going second. I mean, Jacksonville Jets probably will take um, if they don't take Fields, which I don't know why they wouldn't take Fields. I don't think they trust uh, Darnold. I mean, Darnold's been their quarterback for what three years. I mean, I, I don't, I, I don't see it happening. I mean, they've been wanting to get a quarterback, wanting to get a quarterback. That's their whole thing. So, I mean, Eric, Eric comes on here and says stuff all the time that I don't agree with. He also says, you know, Sherbert's better than, than uh, Burrow and all that stuff. So, I, I think he just says stuff on there just to stir, stir the pot. But that's just my opinion. I'd like you to actually clarify why you think that. Well, you um, know, I got to get, you know, he, he's probably read report, you know. There, there are people out there, and there's stuff on the internet, and even ESPN's mentioned it that, um, you know, he could go number two. But the last thing I just saw, which was yesterday afternoon, and unless something has changed or whatever, um, the <laughs> on I'm sorry, sorry, 
I'm just laughing at what he said. I'm, I'm going to the chat. He, he said Jacksonville takes Lawrence, and the Jets yeah. take Sewell. I yeah, I don't think that's going to happen. Well, I mean, the Jets need a quarterback. It's badly. been said though. It's been said, and that they were going to you know keep Darnold and try to give him some more protection. But as of yesterday afternoon, and unless there's been something different. Uh, the Jets came out and said that they are planning on – well, somebody from the Jets came out and said they are planning on moving on from Sam, Dar- Sam Darnold. So I don't see them taking an offensive tackle in a team that doesn't have a quarterback. And doesn't have a – they have one win. They have one win. And Darnold has not been – he's been a bust. I'm sorry. Darnold has been a bust. Yeah. The whole the, – the Jets, they're going to blow everybody out. <laughs> <laughs> They're going to be in complete rebuild mode. I, I like. How are you going to take a kid who you drafted, you know, with your first pick, and he's been there. This is his fourth year. Oh, you know what? We're one in fifteen. Darnold looked like ass, but you know we're going to keep him. Yeah. Uh, and, and you have the second best quarterback in the draft in Fields, and you're going to pass him up? No, I don't. I don't see that happening. I mean, even as bad as the Jets are, I don't see that happening at all. But I, 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 mean, I, true, I, I don't I either. Don't, I'm not saying that because I'm a Bengals fan. I just don't. Quarter. This is a quarterback run league. This is a quarterback yeah. run league. You need a quarterback, and, and that's what that's what every NFL team bases their team on finding that quarterback. I mean, there's so many quarterbacks right now. I mean, Jameis Winston and 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 Marcus Mariota were number one, number two. They're not starting anymore. So exactly. you, you don't think the Jets going to move on from Sam Darnold? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah another one? Come on. <laughs> yeah, maybe come into Cincinnati to back up Burrow or to play a game or two or four or whatever if Burrow can't make it back the first game. Uh, there's been some reports out there about that. So, you, like you said, you're looking at these first-rounders, but some of them, it, it, like Darnold, it, they don't work out. Uh, luckily, we know better. Yeah. So I, hey, I just, thanks, Chris. I, I'm. I guess the crowd wants us to say what he says. Guess what, guys? What he hasn't. <laughs> what's up? He hasn't said what it is yet. Are you bringing up the poem, Crown? Is that what you're <laughs> trying to do? I've got the poem, baby. You got to wait for it, though. I don't give away just this juicy for free, okay? <laughs> when do you want to do the poem? Do you want to do it at the end of the show? Or you want to kind of do it at the because the thing is, we said before at the end of the show, man. These well, guys need to hang on. Well, the thing we said we said before is, you know, we could have a poem co- contest, and all these guys like Crown and Dallas and and uh, uh, Landon, they all like your poems. Hey. And we said, you know, why don't you guys write a poem and you know you bring it out, you know, step the, the ice game bar. Up, see what's up. The yeah, ice bar is right there. <laughs> yeah, which the ice bar is blowing up. I got a hundred people in the ice bar now. So if you guys no. don't know what the ice bar is, the ice bar is basically just a page for the show. You know, it's for. For me and Jeremy to put our silly TikToks or whatever we're doing during the day or what, whatever on there's topics potentially for the show. And you guys can post pretty much whatever you want. You know, not political. We're not selling anything. Just sports. That's all it is. So if you guys haven't joined the Ice Bar, look it up. It's called the Ice Bar. And it's pretty easy to find. Most times. I think we got, we, did we, do we have two oh. people saying, guess what? I think Chris Bengals is saying, guess what, too? Are, are we missing something as we're on yeah. the show here? I don't know. But, well, 
Well, Crowd said, I remember you saying this now, no rapping presence last night because he's. Oh, there you go. Yeah, because I remember Crowd said, well, my girlfriend said, they're down 14 points. I got to go rap Christmas presents. So, Merry Christmas, Crowd, <laughs> twice. That's right, brother. You didn't have to That's rap right. presents and the Bengals won. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah. All right. Gitlo has joined the show. What's up, Gitlo? Like I said, guys, uh, the video chat is at the top of the chat in YouTube. So if you guys want to join the show via video chat, click on there. Gitlo, be careful. The Jets may take Sulo and trade him for QB once. Why would they? Uh, Gitlo, I love you. I do. But why would you trade for a quarterback who's failing in the NFL? I mean, I just I don't I don't see Not that right. happening when you have Justin Fields sitting right there. I, I don't NFL teams don't do that. They they would rather take the nice new shiny toy out of college, then tried to buff up somebody who hasn't done so hot in the NFL and try to rebuild, which, you know, that has happened and there's more teams doing that now. But when you had the number one, number two pick, you take the quarterback. I mean, I just, I'm, maybe I'm wrong, well, but I, that's just what they do. You know, now that the Eagles are playing Hurts and Wentz is upset and he wants to leave, I can see, you know, whatever teams – wanting to get him, and I can see maybe the Eagles wanting to get Sewell, you know, or Sewell, or however you explain or come up with his last name. I, I, I'm not – I'm out of it. The front, the first name, I'm completely done with. I'm not <laughs> – uh, we'll have the F, FCC or wh whatever those guys are after us. Um, but, yeah, I just don't – you know, I, I don't see them picking somebody just to trade for Wentz who isn't – not when you can get somebody that's so – that that's – so that, much that's, that's already, that's already mentally here saying yeah. I'm going to be good. Wentz is doubting himself. You know, when you start losing it here, it's hard to get it back. I mean, you can. That's why Justin Fields is like, I'm Justin Fields. You know, I'm going to come in there. I'm going to ball out, you know, until the NFL crushes them. I mean, which I'm not saying they will, but I mean, that's what's happened to Wentz, you know, and they, they lose confidence. And once you lose your confidence, it's hard to come back from it. Uh, yeah. We got a Facebook user here with a question. Uh, so, do me a favor. You sound like you're new to the show. Go to the YouTube channel, Sports with Strawberry Ice. Click subscribe, and then you can comment, and your name will pop up there, and you give me a subscription. And every time I go live, it pops up. Now, all right, talk about 18 playoffs. I'm an OSU fan, but since he deserves to showcase, <clears throat> I'm getting in here late, so maybe you have already talked about it. No, we have not. It's just been all um, Bengals. We did a lot of UC and Ohio State last couple days. Mm -hmm. But, yeah, I appreciate I mean, I think a lot of Ohio State fans feel the same way. Well, I think a lot of people feel feel that about the Bearcats around the country, that, you know, we deserved a shot. Mm -hmm. Unlike these Georgia fans who have blown me up on the on my channel after after I do a live show, then they come on. Except for, I'll give the Georgia Bulldog. He came and was in the chat yesterday. And they say, you know, they act like we don't have a shot. We don't even deserve to be on the same field as the Georgia Bulldogs. Like one guy's like, please explain to me why you think that UC can can beat Georgia. I was like, well, because why, we are ranked seventh. Yeah, why not? We're ranked seventh <laughs> in the country. We've been ranked higher than you the entire time. We started out at six, haven't lost a freaking game. So why not? I mean, the Bengals just beat the Squealers. So you can't tell me that the Bearcats don't have a freaking shot to beat you. I'm not saying that the Bearcats are going to crush you. And that's what they 
Takes it. Oh, you think you're going to beat him? I don't know. I hope so. But why the hell would I not believe my team could beat your team? That doesn't make any sense at all. It's called being a fan. <laughs> so you guys blowing me up saying, we're going to beat you. You have no, no real reason to be, be, be there. We play in the SEC. Well, sorry. We play in the ACC and the uh, AAC. And we are, our, our conference is the closest thing to a Power Five conference that there is to not being one. You know, our competition is pretty good. I don't care what anybody says. You oh. know, we are we are the best conference out of the group of five, in my opinion. And I think I don't even think in my opinion, I think that's a fact. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah. yeah, and I actually think you could come back with an argument saying, Why is Georgia playing Cincinnati? Right. Yeah. We've got an undefeated team and we've got a two loss team. So yeah, well, I mean, honestly, we could be, should be playing Coastal Carolina. They're two undefeated teams. If you're really looking at that, why are you guys even there? So there anyway. you go. So I had to go on a little round. Let's try to get back into the into the chat here. Uh, let's see here. What do you got, Chris? <laughs> let's see here. Our Bengals can trade our field goal kicker for for the. 2021 traffic. <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's Cybert and Stay Puff Randy. Maybe ah. We've got to figure out something in the kicking I game mean, for sure. The thing that kills me is Randy, I don't think's a bad kicker. He's got a leg. He makes the 50 yard ones. He, But the thing is, he he's missing the crucial ones, the ones that really count. And I'm not saying we should keep them at all. We need to improve that. When I defend the guys, it doesn't mean I think they should keep them. I'm just like, He's not. He's not god all. He can go somewhere else and change his career and be a, a good, a good, uh, a good kicker. So uh, let's see here, Dallas. What do you got? It's the closest thing to, to trash. Love you, brother. Georgia has been playing good. It's going to be tough. I didn't say it was good. See, that's what drives me nuts. When I get excited about my Bearcats. And I say <laughs> people take it as I think it's going to be an easy win. I have not thinking it's going to be an easy win. I don't know if they're going to win. They might not. I'm hoping we don't get blown out. I'm hoping it's close. You know, I, so I don't know, but these Georgia fans that come at me and just think we shouldn't be on the same field as them. Yeah. I'm going to defend my team. So, I mean, and that, that's, that's what drives me nuts. People are like, Oh, you, it ain't going to be easy. I never said it was going to be easy. <laughs> But that's why you play the game. Going undefeated is not easy. Yep. Uh, anyway. And right. yeah, just real quick, quick if, yeah. if you don't mind. Um, yeah, I'd like to say, Eric, you, you say Fields needs another year. Fields has had a tough year. We played six games. He's without 10 starters from last year, or the team is. He, he hasn't had – he didn't have a lave last week. We've had a ton of players mixing and matching and – Everything that he did last year is completely different this year, and he's trying to find the way. He's actually the one that's kept us in a lot of these games. So to say he needs another year, I think you're a little bit off there. I think he will go in the first round for sure, yeah. high first I, round. And, kid and the thing ball. is, the kid can ball. I mean, did you see what was the, what was the game where he had? Four, did he have a, a five touchdown game earlier this year? Oh, four touchdown yeah. game. I mean, the game against uh, 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 Northwestern. He did hurt his thumb, <laughs> you know. He had his thumb wrapped. He hurt it in right. the game, right? So, and and yeah. they had, 
And just with this season up and down, you play this week, you don't play this week. You got this, this guy's out, this many guys out, this guy can't play. It's dude. It's yeah. He started out. If you look at the beginning of the year, fields was balling out. Now he hasn't played as good in the last couple games, nope. but fields is a bona fide number, number one pick or number two pick. You're going to be all right. Yep. Yeah. All right. Go ahead with, yeah, yeah that's here. Facebook user again. Go to Sports Strawberry Ice YouTube channel. Click subscribe. Comment on the chat there, and we'll hopefully your name will your name will pop up. All right, I just joined, so I don't know what's been talked about. My one opinion on the Zach Taylor situation is: I've been a big time Zach hater all year. Zero away wins is pretty bad, but man, the way he gets his guys to continue to compete and get after it, he also did a great job calling of calling plays last night, including. The quarterback runs and adding mid-game and and or runs he added mid-game. He did a great job, in my opinion. Yeah, I, I think Zach, like I said that yeah, you, know, you, you just joined the show. Uh, thank you for joining. But that's what yep. I said at the beginning of the show. I mean, I think Zach Taylor coached his ass off last night. That was his best coaching job of his life. And it probably saved his job to and I said that before defending Zach Taylor that. I think Zach has done a halfway decent job coaching as far as coaching to the skill of his team. And with the offensive line being in such flux, because I don't think they've had the same starting offensive line more than two two games in a row this year. And we haven't been on the run the ball. Now, last night was we were able to run the ball, and I really do think that's because we had Spain and Serafilia in the middle. Now, Spain wasn't even on the team at the beginning of the year. Serafia played one a half a game and got hurt. So those guys haven't been even been in. But to bring in the run play option was awesome last night. And what he did with Joe Burrow to do the three-step drop, get the ball out of his hands as fast as he can, to me, that was also to protect Joe. It didn't work because <laughs> he got hurt. But, you know, you, you, people get mad because he always gonna let, you know, stand back and throw the ball. But he wasn't standing back there. It wasn't like he was doing a five-step drop and sitting there waiting. He didn't have time to do that. So Zach always did the three-step drop. All right, Keith's back. Hopefully you got your, your uh, TV or your phone or whatever it was turned down so we can uh, don't get the and, back. And Facebook, yeah, I think they get it figured out. I had you going on in the background on YouTube. I got you. Okay. I just want I just want to say this. You, nobody's brought this up. How about Gio? Yeah. He played well, very well. I mean. I just, I just want to say this. And I just – go ahead. I just don't see the um, the Jets taking Sewell. I mean, maybe that's just being a homer. Right. But – I don't it, see it either. You're going to put your faith in Sam Darnold, plus what nobody's bringing up. You're in New York. you got to keep up with the Giants. you got to make the splash pick. Yep. If you draft no lineman – Mm-hmm. You know that's not that's not a splash pick. And the other thing is, the Jets are known for making some stupid picks. That's what scares me. You know, I could see him maybe talking Eli Manning out of retirement and then drafting a kicker with our first rounder. <laughs> right on. Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I just don't see them drafting Sewell. I mean, like Darnold, like I said, he, he hasn't done it in four years or whatever, and. Like you said, they got to keep up with the Giants. The yeah. Giants are going to be a, a good team. They possibly are a playoff team this year. 
You know, so they got to keep up with them. They got to keep up with the Joneses. It's New York. You got to be the new shiny toy. You got to be, you know, in the news. And right. Drafted Sewell would not put them in front page. Drafted Fields would. Right. Exactly. I'm just hoping it gets hope that he falls to us because, uh, I mean, I've, I've seen a lot of film on him. He looks like another Munoz. Oh, yeah. He, from everything that like I said, I've never, I never got to watch him play. He, he opted out this year and I never heard of him, to be honest. Until people started talking about it on the chat. So I looked it up. I saw, you know, film of him and stuff. And dude's a beast. I mean, he looks, I mean, he looks to me as much of a can't miss prospect as Joe Burrow was last year in a draft. Well, so you know, and to play devil's advocate on him, real just real quick, you can say he plays in Oregon, Pac uh, 12, you know, not exactly SEC, Big Ten, fat, big fat boys coming. And you see the highlight reel, and it looks great. Um, but it's watching every game that I haven't got to be able to do, and he opted out this year. So mm-hmm. we really didn't get to see what kind of shape he's in. We don't know. We don't, you know, he he has been out all year. So you know, just playing devil's advocate. Yeah, boy, <laughs> he's a big boy, <laughs> exactly. And he don't need to get any. We don't need another Andre Smith situation where he breaks his toe oh, here. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, but that's just me playing devil's advocate. I do want him. We got to protect Joe Burrow. We got to protect the house. And that is Joe Burrow. Hey, Jeremy, back to Andre Smith. Tell me if you agree, you guys agree with me. Was that one of the dumbest moves ever bringing Andre Smith back to play guard? (laughs) Oh, yes. 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 That was. That was I terrible. Said, I said this months and months and months ago about Andre Smith, about Redmond. They cut Redmond. I said, he'll be back. Cincinnati, <laughs> they, they, they let guys go. They sign him. And then, sure enough, they sign Redmond to the practice squad. And I said, he won't be on the practice squad a week. He'll be starting. Mark my words. Boom. There he was, starting the next week. Cincinnati, they they love to bring back these guys and think maybe they can re, refurbish them. You know how you get the refurbished phones or whatever if you send yours back? That's kind of what we've been doing, and we've got to stop that on the offensive line because we've but, got to keep our future. But here's the stupidity of that. You know, these are people who supposedly know football. <laughs> right. Well, if you played high school football, I played high school football, I played college football. If you played on the offensive line, you know a guard and a tackle are two completely different skill sets. A tackle, you can get by with a big guy if he if he has decent feet and he's real strong. Right. At guard, you have to be nimble, you have to be agile, you're pulling, you're picking up other guys, you're, you know, if there's a blitz or if a guy needs help. There's a lot of congestion. You've got to be able to move without getting knocked over. A tackle, not so tough. You, it's usually one guy that, that you have to take care of. And when I heard that, I was like, what idiot came up with this idea? <laughs> well, well, point in case, we, we've, we could see that exactly what you're saying this year. Fred Johnson right. is not a guard. He's terrible at guard. He's better at tackle. 
You know, it's not they don't. It's not vice versa. You put Fred Johnson as guard, he's awful. Tackle, he's still ain't great, but he's he's better at tackle than he is at guard. So yeah, you you're a tackle. You either a tackle, you're a tackle, or you're a guard, you're a guard. You don't you don't usually switch them. Well, it's kind of the skill set is more like big, powerful guy, tackle, quick, nimble guy, good technique, guard, guard center. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and you know the way I look at it is we have three to four guys on the line now that might that make it start. Um, and then we have Michael Jordan, those type of players that can sit on the bench and could come in in a pinch. You know, somebody sprains an ankle for a game or uh, whatever, you know. But to bring this same line back without – you know, drafting Anything. a line or yeah. a free oh, agent, there's no way. Yeah, we yeah. we got to keep building. For we we have about a ten year window here. Well, actually, no, we don't. Well, we got less than that before you got pay before you got pay uh to keep Burrow and and, and yeah. to keep the Bengals here. Twenty twenty six. Exactly. You get two deadlines. So yeah, we really got about five years to start winning to put butts in the seats or we're going to be in a little bit of trouble. So we have got to create a place for Burrow to come, be comfortable back there, have a little bit of time, a little bit more than 2.8 seconds anyways. Well, that's and, why I say he did three-step drop and bang, get rid of the ball. That was exactly. – that's all, that's all the offensive line could give him con somewhat consistently. So, again, that's where I'm like, I think Zach coached to his – what his team could do. You know, yeah. Like he did last night. And well, Keith, you can tell you have played ball, brother. You know, talking about pulling guards and all. That, you know, you can tell you you've been you've done it, and that's awesome, man. So I, I love to hear. It. Go ahead. Well, the thing for me that's so frustrating being a Bengal fan, I'm sure for you guys too. You know, this is not rocket science. This is where Mike Brown just makes me so angry. It's not rocket right. science. Right. Look at look at Denver when they had three thousand yard rushers. Three years in a row, mm -hmm. all three of them left the following year and did nothing. Why? Because he had a dominant offensive line. line. Yep. Dallas mm -hmm. went yep. from shit to a yep. good team. Yep. Dominant offensive line. Here's the mm -hmm. other thing, and this is right up Mike Brown's alley, and this is why it's so frustrating. What do we know about Mike Brown? He's cheap. Mm -hmm. You draft a wide out, you might get three years out of him. You get right. a running back, you might get three years out of him. You draft an O lineman or a D lineman. If he don't get hurt, that's ten or fifteen yeah. years. You're Look solid at, at that position. Yeah. And the other thing is, you save money because guess what? You build that dominant offensive line. You can get away with lesser skill guys. You don't have to have the fastest running back. Exactly. The holes are bigger. Mm -hmm. Yep. Same thing on the defensive side. If you got a pass rush. Those guys don't have to defend on the back end as long. Exactly. I, you're, you're, you're preaching to the prior. That's, that's I've right. been saying that on multiple shows. I said you build your team from the inside out, from the lines out. You get pressure yeah. on the and quarterback and make secondary people easier. People would know this. Yeah, you yeah. would think so. But I mean, Mike Brown has done this. He's done this in the '90s. I mean, that's I mean when we had actually a halfway decent team. You had Jeff Blake. You had you had uh, uh, Harold Green, running back. You had uh, Carl Pickens. You had Darnay Scott. You had Tony McGee. We had no line. <laughs> you yeah. know? So Jeff Blake's running, running around, running for his life. Oh. You know, we, he didn't draft. 
I think Mike Brown, the first time he drafted a first round <laughs> offensive lineman was Willie Anderson really? in 1996. Yep. And, and he then, hasn't made a good pick since because when Marvin was here, I'm convinced he was making the picks. Oh, uh, yeah. I, I, yeah. I'm totally convinced that Marvin was making the picks. My, Mike Brown, well, I, I, I like, Carl Pickens was a, a good pick, but I don't even think he was a first rounder. I mean, Corey Dillon wasn't a first rounder. These are ones that, that Mike oh. Brown got. He got lucky. <laughs> yeah. Dillon was yeah. a third rounder. Dillon yeah. was a third right. rounder. And I told a buddy of mine, I said, man, we just got to steal the draft. Yeah. I, I, I watch a lot of college ball. Yep. And at Washington, he was a beast. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. But yeah, anyway. So Mike Brown got lucky. Sorry, God. I, I, I ain't going to take a, a lot more time. I'm going to go back to the chat. Um, but just got two things to say. I, uh, my The highlight of my year was Bell cleaning Juju shit to yes. the clock. Yes. yes. And I want to change our chant. On Steeler Week, it shouldn't be who day, who day. It should be the yellow and black can lick our sack. <laughs> <laughs> I like that one, Keith. I like that one. That Where was were awesome. you when I was writing the poem today at work? <laughs> hey, I'm going to start selling the T-shirts, dude. There you, there you go. go, man. Sounds good. All right, Keith, hey, man. Appreciate it. Later, guys. Yeah, Later, join, join the show anytime, brother. Thanks, man. But, yeah, that- yeah, good call. Lick our sack. I like that one. I like that a lot. Uh, hold on. Chris Bengal had a question up here. Uh, you see here, real quick. But the real question is, I like your Bengals background. D. How can I get something like that for my apartment? I think he means you there, Jeremy. Jeremy D. He likes what? your picture of Paul Brown Stadium in the background. Uh, okay, let's see. But where, 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 where'd you get it from? And how uh, can... Just go to Fatheads, man. It's, uh, you know, they're not exactly cheap, but if you get the big one, the wall wide one, fatheads.com. I'm, and I'm not making no money off of it. So, <laughs> no, but Fatheads, if you'd like to give or Gold Star Chili, the two things we've plugged on the show here for free, yep. you guys yep. like to send me any money for the plug? That'd be great. Hey. <laughs> I agree. Everybody watching with the companies, whatever. Yeah, we're, yeah. we're here. We're, yeah. You, you, you can give us some money. We're on every day, 530. Sports Strawberry Ice YouTube channel. <laughs> That's right. All right. Uh, Shorty D17 said, sorry, guys, uh, the chat's blowing up. And with video chat going on and stuff, sometimes I have a hard time getting to all of it. But, or, excuse me, short yardage, 17 said, the Bengals are very, very close, very close. A few pieces here and there, and we can build a wild card team next year. No doubt in my mind. I, I'm with you, and that that's with Zach Taylor as the coach. I think now, I, I there, to me, there's something something has to change, though. Mm-hmm. I don't. I still have a hard time coming back with the same coaches staff, and I've been on Armadillo all year, and I have to give it to him. His defense showed up last night and played good. They scared me. And the last couple of drives, because I'm sitting watching the game with my son, I'm going, look, they're backing off of them again. And the weirdest thing that I saw, if you watch the cornerbacks, one cornerback was up on him. The other one was backing off. And this is the play that Hunt knocked the ball down. I think it was Juju cut across the middle. It could have been a touchdown. Yeah, Cause, cool. cause it would have been. I don't remember. I don't know if it was Phillips or Willie J3 or who, who was the cornerback, but he backed off of him. And I'm like, get up on him because it's short yardage. Why are you backing up? Thank God 
Hunt uh, knocked it down because that might have been a touchdown, and that could have changed a whole lot of stuff. So that's where I was. I don't know. I think they were confused. I don't know if they were supposed to be up or back. One was one cornerback was up, one was back. So I still don't think Armadillo is a very good defense coordinator, but I will give him. I gotta give him props when they when they play good. I mean, they did. They played good enough to win. And Carl Lawson and Hubbard made plays. They got. I think Ben got hit nine times last night. Nine times. I'm pretty sure that's. I, I could be a little well, off on that, but they, but they hit him, and I they mean, sacked him at least once or twice. Those are the things we've been talking about that this defense needs to do in general to be a winning team. Yeah, even guys off the street that were on the line last night, like Covington and Xavier Williams, um, you know, those guys were studs to, uh, holding the running game back. Now, I know James Conner didn't play, and a lot of people said they didn't think they would need him against the Bengals, blah, blah, blah. I don't know, whatever. But one player ain't going to change. If James Conner was in there or if uh, Eddie George was in there in his prime, it wouldn't have mattered last night. The Cincinnati Steelers can't, and the Steelers can't run the ball. They can't. They, they haven't been able to run, run the ball all year. I mean, and I'm not trying to say anything about the Bengals, but normally, you know, a team can't run the ball all year, and then they come in Cincinnati and they run all over us. But that didn't happen last night. Right. All right, Naden, if we don't secure the number three pick, who should we take? I'm thinking either Jamar Chase, Kyle Pitts, or Kylie Payne. Um, I like the first two. Yeah, I just – I don't know. I, w- I would – If we had to. If we had to, yeah. I, I, I just – I really – I really – my heart is set on Suell. <laughs> yeah, well, it's – if we – if because if we get him, I, you're getting – a bona fide, legit left tackle. It would crush me if the Jets take him. I don't think they will. <clears throat> and who knows? Maybe the Jets will win another game. And and that's that's the other thing I want to get into, Jeremy. It's like <clears throat> the Bengals came off this, you know, big. They're all this big win, and it was kind of if you can't get up for Monday Night Football and you can't get up to play the Squealers, you know, what game can you get up for? Now, coming off of that. Short week, going to Houston and playing a very beatable Houston team with Finley or or Brandon Allen, whoever the quarterback is, we still can beat them. They're a very beatable team. Yeah, they are. And my my fandom, I want them to win. Yeah, but also my fandom is I'm okay if they lose because I want that third pick, and I hate that. I hate because I want them to win. Oh, and I know they're going to do everything they can to win, but I'm not, I, you know. We could lose. We could lose because if Houston, if Houston has the <clears throat> the third pick, they could take Suell. But if Chase is still there, um, not Chase Young. The I always mess his name up. Jamar, LSU. Jamar yeah. Chase. If he's there, there's a chance Houston could take him uh, to replace Hopkins because of that stupid trade they they did oh. this year. I don't know. What, what what do you think, Jeremy? Lost Bill O'Brien his job, by the way, too. Yeah. Um, well, he's the one that traded him. <laughs> that was dumb. Yeah, you know, if we end up winning and we jump out of that spot, we could always go to free agency for a couple very good. If we if we do free agency like we did last year, but do it the right way and bring in some serious offensive linemen. Um, you know, then you could take a luxury pick, I guess, you know, and you could go with Kyle Pitts out of Florida. I mean, 
that kid is insane. I've watched him play in about six games this year. And wait, is he the tight end? Yeah, he's the tight oh, end. Dude, dude, yes. Oh, receiver, yeah. But yeah, he, he can do both. He yeah, he he yeah, he would be a, a so, good pick. Yes. But I, but I love hard. Chase. I love Chase too, Jamar yeah. Chase, because he was with Burrow and mm-hmm. He's got that timing down to where Burl can throw that back shoulder pass all day long to Chase, and mm-hmm. it's just bang, bang, bang. I mean, so because the thing, because the thing is, those guys are worth taking a uh, with the fourth pick or the third pick, whichever one. If we don't get Suell, the Bengals need an offensive line. So my question is, because the next offensive lineman isn't rated that high to be drafted that high, you could drop down lower to get him. So if we if say say the Jets take Suell, like Griff says, which I don't think they're going to, but if, just say he does, and we're stuck with a third pick, what if we trade down? Because tight end would be great. Otherwise, receiver would be great. But what this team needs is a solid tackle, left or right tackle. We need a solid tackle. And so, what if you drop back down, get some more picks, and get the tackle that way? You know, I mean, everybody would love to get. The wide receiver, the tight end, that would be awesome. But just like Keith said, you get a great offensive line, that makes everybody else great. I mean, that makes everybody else a lot easier. It changes the whole thing. You spend your money on that offensive defensive line. You don't have to spend as much money on the rest of it. You get you you spend if you have if you run an NFL team, these are the positions you spend your money on: offensive defensive line and quarterback. You get those three uh, positions set. You could go to six Super Bowls and win them, like some guy named Tom Brady. Yeah. That's what that's all they did. They made sure he had an offensive line and a defensive line, and they had one of the best quarterbacks ever. Right. That's that's the formula to win. Which I'm just a guy with a YouTube channel. I don't know why other teams and Mike Brown doesn't figure that out. You know, and I'm with Keith. It drives me nuts yeah. that I can figure it out. And you can see what the Patriots did for 20 freaking years. Yeah. You know, but you got to have that quarterback. You see, they got Cam Newton. They don't got the quarterback anymore. So we got the quarterback, get the lines fixed, and who knows what can happen. Yeah, as far as I'm concerned, we fix our offensive line. We get more defensive pass rushers. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I'll take Trey Waynes, Bell, Jesse Bates, WJ3, and Phillips as the number three any day of the week. If we're getting a pass rush on a quarterback, they showed you last night what they can do with a decent. We we had a decent pass rush last night. I wouldn't say it was, you know, we, we weren't just just dominating them every single play. But you know, Carl Lawson was getting in there. Bynes was playing great, stopping the run. And I like our linebackers. I like Bynes. Logan Logan Wilson didn't even play last night, guys, and he and he's been one of our best linebackers all year. Yeah. So you know. I look at our two lines, offense and defense. I say you fix that, we get Burrow back healthy. Who's going to? I can yeah. see us winning a lot of games. Right. Uh, Keith's got another comment here. You know what would really piss me off if we miss out on Suwell because of the freaking tie? Yes, yeah. so that tie is screwing us because that's the reason. If that's a loss, yeah. Houston doesn't jump us. Yeah. You know? it, we're at three and a half wins right now. That's the way they yeah. look at it, you know. So, right. <laughs> yeah, the tie goes more toward a win than it does a loss. Yeah, when it comes to your record, every time. So, yeah, so that that that's why Houston would jump us. 
Yep. So yeah, it's like I said. I, I like I said when on the show after the tie, the tie is like kissing your sister. Who the hell wants to do that? <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! All right, let's see here. Chris Bagel, <clears throat> do me a favor, Ice and D. Say a prayer for 2026. We'll show why to keep the Cincinnati Bengals. I live in Georgia and I love my Bengals. Yeah, 2026 is when the uh, brother stadium contract um, expires. And all true Bengal fans don't want them to leave. I mean, the thing is, they, it's it's rough being a Bengals fan. It is. But we're not the only ones. I mean, I've said, and I always compare us to Detroit. Detroit Lions suck. They are a horribly run team. They've never been good. I mean, except for when Barry Sanders was there. Other than that, when was the last time they were any good? I mean, really, consistently. The Bengals yeah. have been a way better run team compared to them. I mean, Dallas Cowboy fans, a lot of them want Jerry Jones to, to sell the team. When's the last time Dallas has won anything? I mean, everybody thinks we have the worst owner in football. There's a lot of bad owners. <laughs> Just because you're a billionaire doesn't mean you know how to run a professional football team. Just because your dad was one of the greatest <laughs> Hall of Fame coaches in professional football doesn't mean you know how to run a football team. But it is what it is. This is who we have. You can't pick and choose most of the time what city you grew up in. This is your team. This is your team. So we need to do what we can to keep the Bengals. I know everybody's going to hate it. It means we got to pay more taxes. But I didn't think it's that going to be that much. From what I understand, they don't want a new stadium. They just want this stadium to be maintained and upgraded a little bit, you know? And add it, to the lease. That's, you know. Yeah, that's the biggest thing. So yep. I want to keep them because if we lose the Bengals, we're not getting a, another NFL team. Look at St. Louis. They're never getting another team. They got two of them, which I, that surprised me. But they're they're not getting another one back. Uh-uh. I don't think. <clears throat> Same here. Uh, who's number? Carl wants to know who's number twenty-one for the Bengals. That's Mackenzie Alexander. Mackenzie Alexander. Yep. Yeah. He played. He played lights out last night too. Oh, he, all of them played lights lights out. Yeah. The Lions were good in nineteen fifty-two. Crip says. <laughs> uh. So anyway, uh, so what else you got, Jeremy? Got got anything? Anything else you want to want to talk about your Buckeyes or anything like that or? You know what? We've got a couple weeks to the Buckeyes. There's uh, still a lot of things that are uncertain. So, you know, as we get closer, oh, yeah. But as of now, we're just still sitting around waiting on seeing who might be able to play, who can't play, who will play. And it's still – we have, I, I've got zero information. Ryan Day's not coming out with nothing right now. So – it's still pretty much just Buckeyes versus Clemson, and we'll see how it goes. But hopefully we'll get some of these players back. And as you guys watch, any Buckeye fans that are watching, I know Dallas and a few of the other ones, um, as soon as we find out who's actually going to be able to come back and play with us and practice rather than sitting at their home for 17 days instead of 21 days yeah, and jumping on to the bus and going and playing a game against – what looked to be the best team in the country Saturday. Mm. Uh, that's about all I got right now. <laughs> all right. Coleman friend, ice and D be real. What's the chances we trade AJ to pick up a new offensive line? Use 
the draft to fix the problems for a future coach. Um, there is absolutely no chance that anybody's given us an offensive lineman or a draft pick for AJ Green. Not anything be real. There's no chance that's AJ Green is just he's going to go. Either he's going to sign a team friendly contract and come back, and hope to finish his career out with the Bengals, or he is going to, as the great Paul Brown would say, move on to his life's work. But yeah, Chris, is, yeah, his uh, last year. What's up, up, Chris? What's up, AJ? What's up, Chris? Uh, Keith. Uh, got some more here. Let's see here. No matter what we have opinions with our first pick, if Suell is drafted before we pick because we have a few needs, I just wonder if we pass on Jamar Chase, if Burrow won't be pissed. You're saying that if if pass on Jamar if Suell is not there? Because I think I think Burrow will be pissed if we don't draft Suell. Yeah. Um, His body I, will be. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if he'd be <laughs> I'm sure he would like to have his boy on a team, you yeah. know, but I don't see, I don't see Joe Burrow as a guy saying draft my friends. Cause I mean, not that it's Chase. Doesn't me, 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 me. Yeah. Chase, Chase is very worthy of the third pick overall. Trust me. He's a very, very good wide receiver. Oh, I don't I just don't see Burrow doing that. I think he's more of a team guy and more what's best for the team. You know, and what's best for the team is trying to get an offensive line. And if we don't get too well, Trade down, and get as many picks as you can, and try to get the best, the second best offensive lineman. I think. So, right, here's another Ohio State fan for you. It's Anthony. Uh, the big change in the protocol to 17 days instead of 21. Oh yeah, that that was huge. I mean, that helped out the Ooh. Buckeyes a ton. You get you, you get to practice what maybe one more day. Yeah. <laughs> if. I mean, I don't think it's even going to matter. I think the guys that are out are still going to be out. So. Is what yeah, it is. yeah, that that's and I, I mean I'm a Buckeyes fan, but I it's I'm not very confident at all. The way Clemson played, I they 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 to me, Clemson if Clemson plays like they did against Notre Dame, I don't know if anybody can beat them. <laughs> that includes Alabama. All right, Chris Christopher, what's up? Or what about Finley smiling the whole time? He, we smashed smashed them squealers. Who they who they who they think would beat the Bengals? <laughs> that was awesome. That, That's right. That pitcher, he's laying on the ground, got his big ass smile on his face, going, well, "I'm getting my ass kicked, but I'm having so much fun beating well, the Squealers." <laughs> hopefully, somebody's seeing me out here. Uh, you know. <laughs> Back uh, down to the practice squad next year, Finley. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, this, okay. I know the Pro Bowl starters are coming out. I did not yeah. see this. Jesse Bates didn't make the Pro Bowl. Really? Oh, that's a crock. Of- crap seriously welcome, welcome to cincinnati yeah i mean jesse bates in my mind has been one of if not the best safety in football i mean our defense moving forward our identity is von bell and jesse bates that's our our, our identity moving forward those two are going to be the leaders of our defense and i think they showed it last night and that's complete bs that jesse bates did not make the pro bowl but uh, again Listen to like Keith even said it. I think he, I think he's the one that said it, or Robert said it, I can't remember. But to the Monday Night Football announcers last night, we're making excuse after excuse after excuse of why the Steelers are playing like this and how in the world are the Bengals beating the Squealers? We beat them pretty decisively too. I mean, we were winning seventeen nothing at halftime. It was a pretty decisive win. It's not we're like we yeah, were the better team. We were the better team. The entire game, 
But if you watch the announcers, they had nothing but steel. I guarantee all their notes, they thought it was going to be a blowout. Yep. They thought it was going to be a complete blowout. And they got a whole bunch of Steelers notes, especially for the second half. Because, you know, if it's a blowout, second half, you don't talk about the game. You talk about the game, but it's not like, oh, look at that play. And this happened, you know, because it, it's over. It wasn't over. Well, it was over for the Steelers. Yeah. The Bengals won. But that's just the bias. The, the national media has this image of the Bengals. And it was starting to change when we went on our five-year playoff run. If we had won a damn playoff game, it would have completely changed. But since then to now, we went there. They're treating us like we're the 90s, 90s Bengals, which, I mean, you know, we ha- haven't been that good. But it's so easy to fall back into that. And that's when they had drives, you know, it's about Bengals fans too. Like, oh, we're terrible. Oh, this like last night we're on the show. We're celebrating. We're like, yes, we won. It's awesome. This is great. And still make a comment on the chat. We'll just remember we still have the worst owner in football. Uh, like, really? <laughs> I mean, that's 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 where you're at. I mean, just be happy with the win. Be be yeah. proud of your team. Be optimistic. Dude, I'm telling you, they get Suell. You bring Joe Burrow back. And we don't have 25,000 injuries like we did this year. We got a very good shot at being a playoff team. We do. I'm not saying we're going to be because it's going to be really hard because the Browns, Clowns, Ratbirds, and Squealers are all really good teams. I still think it's the hardest team in football or hardest division in football to win. But you get Suell, Joe Burrow back beginning of the year. We got a shot. We got as good a shot as anybody. Yeah, no doubt about it. No doubt about it. I mean, the guys last night. Didn't know what else to talk about because, like you said, right. you know, they obviously weren't ready for the game. They weren't ready for Cincinnati to well, play. They weren't ready for Cincinnati to win it or even well, be in it. And nobody wanted Cincinnati to win that game last night. I think uh, the national, they did a little national thing before the game. Do you see that? Um, I think it was like seventy percent to thirty nationwide. You know, and oh. the thirty percent was probably Cincinnati and Northern <laughs> Kentucky. Right. Exactly. So. Um, you know, nobody expected us to win, but we didn't just win. We we beat the brakes off them boys. Yeah, we dominated them. I mean, it wasn't. I mean, the the Squealers were really never in the game. I mean, they turned the ball over what four times. Our defense played really well. Our offense played good enough to win. We scored twenty five points. That's the most uh, points we scored in five games ever since Joe Burrow went out. So the the they they didn't know what to do, and right. they can't go. Wow, maybe we should give some some props to the Bengals. No, it's the Bengals. We can't do that. Come on, it's it's the Steelers. There's something wrong with the Steelers. That's the reason it's happening. It's not that the Bengals played better and beat them. <laughs> Any other I mean, game, they bring them up after the game, put them around the stage with yeah. everybody else, oh. and ask them. Yeah, and all I heard at the end of the game is, "Oh, let's let's go to Mike Tomlin's press conference." Yep. Screw Mike Tomlin. What about Zach Taylor? He's the one that won. Yeah. First one you go to is Mike Tomlin. Come on. Exactly. All right, Christopher. What do y'all feel about picking up uh, AJ Veer Tucker, an offensive guard from USC? I feel great about it <laughs> if they can get him. What do you, yeah, what do you I think? I don't know him that well, but if we're talking yeah. about like with the fourth pick overall, mm, uh, yeah, no, not not a guard. Not not if we're talking fourth pick overall or third pick overall, no. Because guards guard. were there second and yeah, even third round. Yeah. Tackles and centers are first round picks. Guards are second, third round picks. Yep. Uh, but I mean, if he's if he's good, I, honestly, I haven't 
I I saw the only USC game I saw was the championship game, which was Oregon and USC, and USC did not look good at all. So, yes, Anthony, I know the Bearcats lost again. I don't know what the hell is going on. The basketball team. Oh really no, lost. you're kidding. Nope, they lost seventy to seventy-five. Uh, oh man. Yeah, it's this is this has been this, this this basketball season could not have started out any worse. I think we have two wins. <laughs> I mean, I know we got seven freshmen, but I, mean, I had the game on in the background here with the sound off so I could watch it. And I, yeah, it's not the way I thought this season would go. <laughs> um, we're the Bearcats are digging themselves a huge hole to try to get out of. I mean, I know Kentucky fans are like, oh, we're not going to make the tournament. Well, you're Kentucky still. I mean, I know Cincinnati is known for basketball and stuff, but we're not still not Kentucky. I don't think they're keeping Kentucky out unless you guys only have like two wins all year. Uh, the Bearcats, we got to – Brandon's got to figure something out. The, the defense is terrible. We can't rebound the ball. Our shooting was not there tonight. Yeah. We shot – it wasn't there in Georgia. We shot the ball really good and – Tennessee, I, I, I just I don't know I, I don't I I don't have an answer for it. It's very frustrating to watch them right now. So that's very very disappointing for me as a Bearcat fan. Yep. Robert, I forgot to say what I was on when I was on the show. That was the first time since 1990 we shut shut the squares out in the first half. Oh wow, that's that's good stat. I did not know that one. Yep. Uh, let's see here, Coleman. Don't think Burrow. I don't think Burrow back and Suell fixes the problems. We have to address the black sheep. Zach Taylor consistently forgets that he that if he would have benched Burrow, he wouldn't have been hurt. Well, that's. A, I mean, what does that have to do? I, I, I that, you know, yeah, I, but I, Burrow wouldn't have played, and we would, and I, that doesn't. That's stupid. You can't play scared. You can't coach scared. You can't play scared. That's stupid. I'm sorry. That's that, I've had people say, "Well, we just would have benched him." Yeah, for what? I mean, it would hurt his development. You know what? What was the point, Joe? There was no reason to to bench Joe Burrow. I mean, yes, the offensive line was terrible, but there's been lots of quarterbacks who have played with terrible offensive lines. Well, that's, and you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and you also want to have your rookie quarterback get some experience in as well. You know, and by God, if Burrow didn't figure out quickly uh, about the NFL this year and still balled out, tore uh, it up behind our horrible line, um, you know, there were still, what, eight games, seven games to go, six games to go when Burrow got hurt, something like that. So, week 11, yeah. Okay. So, okay. Five, you know, five, six games, whatever. You know, so, you know, maybe at that point you do, but it, I still think. You, you still play him, and then maybe so, the last yeah. couple of games, you just then I, maybe we would have benched him. But yeah, I mean, it just that to me, like I said, you don't play this, you play this game scared, you're going to get hurt. You coach, coach this game scared, you're not going to win. You can't do that. They should have fixed the offensive line. I agree with you. That was stupid that they didn't. But you, you but the reason, blaming Zach Taylor for Joe Burrow getting hurt is dumb. I'm sorry, in my opinion, because quarterbacks get hurt. I mean, Dak Prescott got hurt this year, end of the year. Um, 
you know, Alex Smith a couple years ago broke his freaking leg. I mean, it happens. It's called football. How many Bengal players have gotten hurt? I mean, the list is as long as my arm. Yes. So, I mean, that's that's not a reason to fire. You know what? I'm going to fire you because you got our quarterback hurt. Zach Taylor's not the one out there playing, you know? He's out there coaching, but he's not the one playing. They had his decision to, to start him, but everybody would have started him. Yeah. Everybody. There's not I'm there's one coach that was on this team that would have said no. You know what? Joe Burrow, he's I, I think we should let him sit. Just because I, I mean, that's just you don't play that way. You don't coach that way. Sorry. Yeah. I agree with you. Um, actually, for the for for once in a while. <laughs> you know, I mean, it was a football play. Yeah. It, Zach Taylor's not out on the field. Um, yeah. you know, so it was a football play, it happened. And it's something we got to live with. We got to move on and yeah. we got to be ready for when he comes back for him to have a house built for Burrow. Exactly. All right, Christopher Russell Wilson plays with a terrible, a terrible line, not as terrible as our line, but makes it happen regardless. Finley showed confidence last night and played without fear. Us, why they were, or that's why they were successful. Yeah. And, that, and that's the thing. You, any, if you're playing this game, you can't play scared. You're not going to be successful at it at all. You can't coach scared. You can't play scared. You can't do that. Anything. You Anything in life, you can't do scared. If you're scared to do something, you're going to suck at it. You ain't got confidence in yourself to do it. You're going to suck at it. Yep. You think you know? You think it's easy getting on here and talking in front of a whole bunch of people? We don't even know who the hell you are and <laughs> commenting on here? You, you don't think that was, that's scary sometimes? I mean, come on. You got to be confident yep. what you're doing. Yep. Just saying. Just in life in general. There's my words of wisdom by... The Iceman. There you go. Right there. there you go. Heard it. <laughs> All right, brother. I think it's almost uh, 7 o'clock. We got to get your poem. So uh, let's get the poem and let's roll on out of here. All right. You going to do the show deal or you want to do it after? Yeah. yeah. Nah, let me uh, let me do that right now. Yeah. Let's do this first. Then we'll do the poem. All right. All right. Um, got Facebook groups that we help run and invite you guys to join. They are Bengals Nation, Bearcats Country, Reds Country, and Cyclones Country. And the new group that we are part of. We don't run it, but it's we are a part of it. It's called Ohio State Bucknuts. I think we're on there live streaming. I'm not sure. Hopefully, Kip put us up there. Um, later on today, I'll be pulling a sound off, five star review, podcast, uh, Potbean, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, wherever you get your podcast from. I'm on there. Follow me on all my social media flat- platforms, all under Sports with Strawberry Ice. I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and you can also comment on the on the YouTube channel after the show if you want to like a lot of Georgia fans did. And like I said, it's awesome. We are up to 774 subscribers. That is awesome. I appreciate every single one of you guys. This has been a lot of work for me that I've done the last two years. I'm getting close to my two-year anniversary. It's sometime in January. I don't exactly remember what the date is. (laughs) But to go from zero people paying attention to what I have to say to 774 is unbelievable, and I re- to the bottom of my heart, I really appreciate every single one of you guys. Jeremy D. That's true. That's uh, I feel the same way. You know what? It's been a while since we won, so it's been a while. I'm a little rusty on the poems. You know, I got to thinking today. What's up? You know, for all our viewers, it's Christmas. You know, yeah. It's a time for love and cheer. Yes. Even if you're a Pittsburgh fan or. Even if you're a Pittsburgh Steeler, I just, you know, it's Christmas time. So 
this poem may not be as brash and as angry and as hateful as y'all may like, <laughs> but it's it's a Christmas poem. You know, peace, love, joy, people. Peace, love, joy. Exactly. <laughs> it starts out like this. <clears throat> well, Bengal fans, it's the season of love and cheer. By the way, Steeler fans, I hope last night ruins your damn Christmas and your damn New Year. <laughs> now on to Juju. You can't say you weren't told. Bell warned you last week, then knocked your ass out cold. Boom, baby! Woo! <laughs> so I hope you learned your lesson. Not to dance in the jungle. Or next year you'll find yourself in the same place. Knock the hell out and fumble! <laughs> now on to you, Big Ben. Dork. All washed up and throwing picks. It's almost as embarrassing is getting caught with your pants down at a Motel 6. <laughs> so all Bengal fans, enjoy your Christmas as you open up your gifts around the tree and always to remember to be thankful. You don't live in Pittsburgh. You live in Cincinnati. Woo! This is the show. Yeah. And as always... Who day? And that's just sports, baby. And squealers suck. See ya!